0: you fine people this is me uh welcome to a new exciting edition of electric leftovers uh one in which um we're gonna talk about stuff i guess really it's kind of our thing right right So, maybe you've heard about this little thing we do. Um, It's this website, and we call it Low Bias Gaming. Um, We wanted to call it Rainbow Unicorn Frog Carnival, but since we had already, you know, had the thing Low Bias Gaming, we decided we would just stick with that. Plus, it was really hard to get the frogs. You'd be surprised. Unicorns are easy. Um, By the way, Scotland... Leading, per capita, cocaine use, unicorn, national animal. Could be wrong. If you are from Scotland, please feel free to correct me. Um, but yeah, just frogs. Where do you get them when they're not in season? Uh, over at the website, this lowbiasgaming.net business we got going on here, Um where you can find archives of this podcast, live and archived whenever you want it. Except for the live part. Uh, You'll also find things that we've been working on. You know, episodes, things like that. And speaking of, I am behind on doing my part to get everybody else's stuff up. And I apologize to you uh, site members for taking so long. Jade, you sent me some stuff. I'll get on it today. I promise. Um, So I got some new Deadpool up i got some new Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne, I think, still coming on the way. I've uh, got Treasure Hunter G from the stream getting added to the site slowly but surely. Uh, Jade, I think, is working on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Game Boy Advance game for our Low Bias Monthly. Scarlet's working on Judge Dread. Um, I need to get some more information from him before I can start. Doing my share of that stuff, but it's also been kind of a ongoing discussion and debate. You know, we had that a uh, special report. I don't know if you saw it a couple of days ago about Kickstarters and going to mobile gaming and all of that. Um, we've had a fairly fairly good debate going on over at the site about that. So, if you would like to get involved? You know, take it take a minute, go and check it out. All that is over in the forums. On top of all that, I want to let you guys know that I'm going to try and bust out a fair chunk of projects in the next little while. Um, I don't know if most of you follow me on Facebook or anything like that, but I've been pretty much down for about a week and a half, two weeks now. Um, I've got two herniated vertebrae in my back and I would say out of 52 weeks in a year they're probably fine for 47 of them but I hit one of those chunks where it has been so incredibly painful Um, just getting in and out of bed is is awful and having to take a bunch of time off of work because I physically can't do the work going to the doctor and getting looked at and prodded and poked and cracked and snapped and try these and try these and here's some pain pills and here's a muscle relaxer but i've had that before and it doesn't work well we're gonna make you try it anyway so i take it then i just sleep um standing hurts sitting down hurts laying down hurts when when i first had this problem six or seven years ago really the only solution for me was to lie on the floor to sleep And I tell you, that's not a pleasant thing most of the time. But anyway, uh, I should have been taking this time to work on some of these gaming projects. But like I said, there is no position I can get into that does not hurt. Whether, you know, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm doing this podcast instead of one long session. Bam, 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 bam. And then combining it. I'm doing like... A chunk, and then I'm walking around the house. Then I come back and I do another chunk. It makes it difficult. Plus, I've still got to figure out how I'm going to go to work and do some of the work I can do. It's not been fun. Anyway. batten Kaitos has been put on hold again. Mostly because of this. I am in the process. Oh my god, Phone. Someone better be dead or dying for you to be blowing up like that in my pocket. Um, I'm in the process of getting all the episodes I do have ready. uh, Ready to um, commentate over. Getting them commentated over. uh, Editing and things like that. I'm going to get up to episode 34 edited. um, At least for sure. Because 35 is the one I'm missing. And I got to the point in the game where I'm almost there. But then I remembered what I have to do to get there, and it is not fun. So I've I've been kind of putting it off. I need to not do that. But I'm going to try and get at least one episode worth of commentary done today. Unfortunately, they're all like an hour long because it's Pat and Kytos, and there's so much, and I'm trimming out as much as I can. Um, But that will be coming again soon, I promise and i kind of want to get some input from you folks um i'd like to start a little series either it be a me doing some solo stuff or get everybody else involved on it i know i've still got a ton other games i'm working on but um you know maybe just some little short sit down play through a game in 20 30 minutes and you know just just something fun something new so if you know any games for any console any genre really that are gonna be just a short little sit quick playthrough kind of thing that could be kinda fun. Let me know. Please, please, please do. Also, if you are watching this um well anywhere really, again, please let me know about this as well. I'm thinking of starting up doing maybe some faster than light again on my channel, because that seemed pretty fun, right? Uh FTL, I got the after I got a new hard drive and everything, I kinda went and reinstalled a bunch of stuff and haven't played FTL in a long time. Still, am not any good at the game, but it's still fun to play. Um, and I got a a game called Castle in the Darkness, which I've been having some fun with. Um, I I have seen the half blind gamer play it here on well over on YouTube, and it looks really fun. And so I thought, what the heck, I'll get it, and give it a try. It'll be fun to do, and it has been pretty fun. So if you'd like to see some footage from that, do let me know. Anyway, we got more stuff to talk about. There's a new little segment where I, you know, kind of say, hey, here's, here's some stuff you can find over at the the old website now we're just gonna kind of hit these in alphabetical order talk about them a little bit who played it um what it's about system it's on and all of that uh unfortunately for you folks most all of this is going to be about me because i've got the the lion's share of the games over at the website but anyway uh first game we're going to talk about is abadox this was a Produced and developed by Natsume, was released in 1990, it is a shooter for the NES, both side-scrolling and top-down, kind of the same way Life Force was, and kind of the same way Life Force was, it deals with a lot of biological uh, substances, I guess we could say, and our uh, box reads as follows. Didn't say that, but I was getting ready. Your home planet of Abadox has been swallowed whole by the deadliest menace in space. Its name, Parasitus. Its prey, all surrounding life forms. Its goal, to feed on the entire universe. You are 2nd Lieutenant Nozzle, the only surviving warrior of the world alive force. has crushed the force's attack ships and consumed a hospital ship with the beautiful Princess Maria still on board. Your mission? Blast your way inside Parasitis' gruesome body and battle your way to its core. Hurry, though. Princess Maria may still be alive. You hurtle down Parasitasis' throat, blast through its cellular walls, fend off vicious, bloodthirsty organisms with guided missiles and lasers in six stages of internal combat kill each stage's guardian monsters so you can reach the core destroy Parasitus, rescue princess maria and save the universe <clears throat> uh it's a game i played a lot when i was a kid it was very hard um it was actually not did all the development and publication for it but in america it was released through milton bradley you remember them they made monopoly and other board games uh very fun game, very hard game, very kind of gruesome game uh, for the NES. The entire playlist for this is one episode long. It is 23 minutes, 25 seconds, and it has some really, really good music, some really good and disturbing graphics, and some pretty great gameplay. <coughs> Ignoring the horrible commentary provided by yours truly, uh, it's a fun game and very much worth a playthrough. So uh, if you're looking for something new to check out, give Abadox a try. Thank <music> you. Look, you got something you think needs to be on the podcast, but you're too socially embarrassed to send me an email about it. That's kind of weird. What you can do, though, is call in to the show. Yes, you, listening right now, can call in to the Electric Leftovers hotline. Leave me a message. If you got something you'd like to have read on the show, I'll do that, too. Uh, Whatever you want to do, number to call is 206 three seven six seven two seven nine pretty much anything is cool and if you don't want to have what you've left me read on the podcast or even played on the podcast just say so i will make sure not to include it thanks a lot I want to take a minute today um, to talk about... We've been just all over the place lately, haven't we? I want to talk for a minute today about um, B.B. King. B.B. King, uh, as many of you probably know, passed away not too long ago. Uh, Fantastic guitar player. Amazing musician. Incredibly influential to a lot of people, um, myself included. And um, while he was never the most flashy or fancy of guitar players or even singers, I think that's what I really liked about him and his style. Um, He just... It was so conversational with him. When you listen to B.B. King play the blues, he wasn't putting on a show for you. He was sitting down in the room talking to you, talking to you vocally with his guitar. And, you know, just in kind of doing a little digging around to find some some information for this segment, um, I went to... Uh, Rolling Stone, not a super big Rolling Stone fan. I think Matt Taibbi is a fantastic journalist, and I appreciate the work he does. But B.B. King's been pretty, or B.B. King, excuse me, Rolling Stone has been fairly hit and miss for me for a while now. But I'm just going to go through this page. This this is just the 2015 news from B.B. From King, and I'm not going to read any of these articles. Um, I'm just going to give you the... Uh, The headlines here, and if an interesting one pops up, we'll talk about it a bit. Uh, May 18, this is two days ago when I'm recording this, uh, Mick Jagger remembers B.B. King and names his favorite rapper. I suppose for Mick Jagger that's worthy of a press conference. Jay-Z bashes Spotify, praises B.B. King at B-Sides concert. Uh, Jay-Z's a little upset because... um, his little music thing is not going so well because it's ridiculous, but so far Mick Jagger, Jay Z, the Memphis Grizzlies, who want to give little props to, had a great run this year. Great job. Um, prior to the Memphis Grizzlies' game six matchup against the Golden State Warriors Friday, the team paid tribute to Blues legend BB King, who passed away the previous night. He had an incredible impact on the city of Memphis and Beale Street. Uh, Bonnie Raitt remembers B.B. King. He was a god. You too honor B.B. King. Mock the Edge's Fall at second show. I don't know if they were mocking the Edge's Fall or if Mock the Edge's Fall is a band name. Um, Things are getting weird. Derek Trucks on B.B. King. We're all his kids. B.B. King, how I got my sound. Trey Anastasio pays tribute to incredible B.B. King. B.B. King's greatest country music moments. President Obama on B.B. King. America has lost a legend. Eric Clapton pays tribute to B.B. King. He was a beacon. Billy Gibbons uh, from ZZ Top. Difficult to fathom a world without B.B. King. The Legacy of Lucille. The story behind B.B. King's guitar. Ten legendary acts that wouldn't exist without B.B. King. His five greatest live performances. His ten greatest songs. His life in photos. Uh, and then we get into him being hospitalized. Passed away 89 years old. Um, I want to look at a couple of these. We're going to take a look at the ten legendary acts that sounded really good and I want to read a little bit of how I got my sound um, but I'm I'm a guitar player don't know if you guys know and you can't play if you try and convince yourself that you are a guitar player um, and you want to play and I'm gonna use the term Western music and that's just generally exactly what that means not country Western Western music and you do not take any notice of the blues or any of the foundationary work that the blues created, you are doing it wrong. And is essential, right, to to hear what's going on and hear some of these. Um, so anyway, 10 legendary acts. The Jimi Hendrix Experience, Cream, Santana, the Paul Butterfield Blues Band, the Allman Brothers Band, Johnny Winter, Fleetwood Mac, ZZ Top, Stevie Ray and Jimmy Vaughn, Robert Cray. All of these are fantastically talented individuals and groups of people. And it's because of guys like B.B. King that, that we get to hear bands like this. I mean, let's not get into this too, too heavy, but really, we would not have if it were not for people like that. B.B. King and Robert Johnson, Buddy Guy. Oh, great buddy guy. We wouldn't have. We wouldn't have all of this, you know? Um. Let's see. see Let's see. I'm I'm looking through this how I got my sound thing, and I'm just kind of skimming these articles here. Uh, Eddie Van Halen was here today, too, says the person giving the interview. What do you make of him? BB replies, he's an artist, a great guitarist. That's what he is. You know, a way I think about guitar players today, I think of them as I do doctors. You've got the regular MD, and then you've got your heart surgeon, and the surgeon for this, and the surgeon for that, and so on. He's one of those specialists. So interviewer says, I love that. What would that make you then? He simply says, BB King. One of a kind? Yes. No, I didn't mean it like that. I have seen myself on those lists of the hundred best guitarists, and if they think I'm that good, thank them. Thank God for them. But I don't think so. Now, I want to find this sound thing, because it was pretty interesting, just from the little bit of the blurb that they had in the opening. I'm um, not going to be able to find it now. Quick to the search function. There we go. Oh. Well, that was not... The headline is how I got my sound, and then they give this little blurb, and I thought he was going to get into something really artful, and but he's like, no, here, dude, have some grapes. Anyway, uh, fantastic guitar player. I've got a book here. <clears throat> this is probably one of the best things to ever come out of one of my previous relationships. And um, I don't know if you folks know enough about me other than the uh suave debonair trend-setting video game podcast star that i am uh guitar player bon vivant but uh this guy by the name of dan Aykroyd, maybe you've heard of him he was in a little movie called uh sliders um no not sliders what was that wells glazes what was the movie spies like us His greatest known work, obviously Where he and Tim Burton Set aside ending World War II With a snowball fight I think I don't know, it's been forever Um, Dan Aykroyd, for real though uh, Obviously, Blues Brothers Uh, And and rightly so He and um, everybody that worked on those movies Very much into blues music and I've got a book here. He used to do a a radio show. He probably still does. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, called Elwood's Blues, in which, in the character of Elwood Blues, he would interview some people. He would play some songs. And, you know, he just talked about people, you know, and I'm not going to read any of it for you, but if you at all are interested in blues music, um, I bring this, this one up specifically because there is a very, very good interview with B.B. King in this book, and these are all transcripts from the show, and look it up. I'm sure you can find it. Uh, this book was published, when was this book published? 2004, so you know these are these are fairly old. Um, but yeah, just just excellent, excellent thing. If if you are into music, just to be into music, if you are into the history of music, uh, blues music especially, but really there is so much in here. Ray Charles, Buddy Guy, John Lee Hooker, BB King, obviously Junior Wells, Coco Taylor. Charlie Musselwhite, Bill Wyman, Santana, Robert Plant, Bob Weir, Johnny Winter, Keb Moe, Susan Tedeschi, um, Shamika Copeland, just tons and tons of wonderful, wonderful people in here getting talked to. Um, The House of Blues Radio Hour, produced by Ben Manila Productions. Um, This, again, was a while ago. But, it's a fantastic book. It is so worth the read if you are any kind of fan of blues music, guitar music and guitar history. But um back to B.B. for a minute. Like like I said before, what made B.B. so approachable for me was just the conversational style of his playing and and his singing, you know. It wasn't Buddy Guy had a lot of power, you know. He he puts a lot into it. Uh Johnny Lang, same kind of thing. He's just, bam, in your face. Kind of like that uh, Bonamassa guy, the new guy, who's kind of doing doing the rounds. Um, BB was the soft sell. He wasn't up in your face about it. He kind of more of a Clapton-y when it was Eric Clapton and not so much cream. And there's something incredibly wonderful about that to me. I... You know, maybe it's a similar thing. I'm not really an in your face kind of guy. Um but I'm gonna leave you now with uh before we get done with the show here, with a little song, song or two from BB. So thank you very much. BB King, we will remember you fondly. And um I thank you because of people like you, BB King. We have people like the people who have inspired me and who have been incredible fountains of knowledge and inspiration for my guitar playing. We'll miss you, man. Growing up on the plantation, I always thought that it must be something better somewhere than what we had at the time don't misunderstand me um on the plantation before i started to travel i enjoyed my work the people were good uh the community was good to you and everybody was well thought of but that to me wasn't enough and when i did get a taste of a different life meaning to play some places for instance uh before Before I left the plantation, I was making $22 and a half a week. And I found that going just with the guitar and myself, I sometimes was hired to play a party and would make $12 a night. So $12 a night against $22 and a half a week made me want to do more $12 a (laughs) nights. Is this a great country or what, viewers? I cannot tell you about just how great it is, and let me tell you why. There's hardly a more generic song in America than Happy Birthday to You. But to this day, until a judge renders a decision in a pending case, Warner Chapel Music is still trying to make big dollars off the 16-word ditty. 15 original words plus a user-supplied 16th word. Count it. See? The original copyright should have expired at the latest in 1921, but amendments to the law and technicalities in an interpretation, e.g., did the copyright cover all public uses or just piano arrangements, bring Warner at least $2 million a year in fees. Federal judge in California is expected to rule soon on whether the song is, in fact, uncopyrightably generic. 125 years after the Hill sisters, Mildred and Patty composed it great country of ours in april wnbc tv's investigative unit in the new york city uh, reported on a series of fetish parties in manhattan reportedly organized by a licensed md in which the consensual activities consisted of saline scrotal inflation controlled near asphyxiation and controlled arterial bloodletting in which spatters are captured on a canvas as if made by a painter An event organizer said the Cirque du Plaisir was more of a performance art display by a few body modification aficionados than it was a fetish party. Local governments were alarmed, especially by the blood spatters endangering onlookers and promise an investigation. Hmm. Oh, boy. We have. Here's a phrase. Not many have muttered. And few have heard. Accused amateur serial tooth puller Philip Hansen, 56, was convicted on two counts in May following a trial in Wellington, New Zealand District Court. Several women had accused him during 1988 to 2011 of holding their mouths open and wriggling teeth out with pliers, and in one case a screwdriver, (laughs) motivated by his attraction to gummy women as a prelude to sex. He apparently also lauded the free service he was providing since real dentists he said would have charged the women. Hansen allegedly told another woman with full dentures how beautiful she was as he was removing the plates, crushing them, and flushing them down a toilet. It's not just here, viewers, weirdos are everywhere, but it seems to mostly be here and Australian nations. Or uh, what do you call that? southern pacific i don't know in new york city someone can be fired for being too nice doorman ralph body 41 ah mr body we found him 41 was dismissed from his job at an upscale new york city apartment building because he did too many favors for tenants according to an april new york post report body said he gave his life <sighs> gave his life to the residents of at the twenty-seven on 27th Tower in Queens, but upper management thought such extra kindness violated building policy and ordered his dismissal despite a tenant petition. Mr. Body gave his life. But who was the real Mr. Body? Maybe it happened like this. <sighs> oh, the cats are- shut the door. Uh, When the chief auditor of Hartford, Connecticut, finally got around to checking the finances of the police shooting range recently, he found that the range supervisor had bought 485,000 bullets per year, but were only using 180,000 and had no paperwork where the other bullets went. In one instance, the supervisor acknowledged having bought 94,500 rounds of 45 caliber ammo two years after the department had stopped using 45s and switched to 40 caliber weapons. But his story was that he needed 45 caliber bullets so he could trade them for 40s and wrapping up the old news of the weird we're going to get into some fine points of law before we get on to some classic news uh john deere became the most recent company in america to claim that though a buyer may have paid in full for a device he may not actually own it Deer claims that because its tractors run on sophisticated computer programs, the ostensible owner of the tractor cannot tamper with that software without Deer's permission, even to repair a defect or to customize its operation. Already, traditionally, uh, traditional movie videos may come with restrictions on copying, but the Deer case, according to an April report on Wired.com, might extend, a principle, might extend the principle to machinery not traditionally subject to copyright law. You buy a car, viewers. And you change the stereo, oh, sorry, that's not going to fly. And you're not going to like this, viewers, said uh, NPR's Robert Krolwich, about to deliver a February 2011 story about visionary robotics developers James Auger and Jimmy Lauzio, who created a carnivorous clock supposedly able to power itself for 12 days merely on the carcasses of 12 dead houseflies which the clock traps with flypaper and then mechanically razors in two. The pair also showed a prototype of a coffee table that catches mice by luring up the table legs with cheese into a hole in the center where they are guillotined. Uh, James and Jimmy said their creations are just extensions of TV nature programs showing animals hunting in the wild. But Crow fretted about the dangers inherent in giving robots a taste for meat. And just for a clarification, I know we didn't read this story, but if you want to read the story, you can go back and read it now and find that you know there were some problems, there were some flaws. Uh, the story two weeks ago about the anticipated sex shop in Mecca, Saudi Arabia, though reported by many reputable news sources, was in fact A, about a year old, and B, apparently based on a faulty translation from Arabic and no such shop can be said to be forthcoming. The developer apparently disclosed only that he would be willing open such a shop our freedom loving friends in saudi arabia harry sure please don't sue me i love your show That's going to do it today, Uh, ladies and gents. I'm going to leave you uh, with some BB King tunes. I'm going to trust that you will have a good day, a good rest of your day, and uh, we'll see you next time. Please do remember, we have the hotline. You can give a call. Uh, Please do remember that um, any comments, questions, whatever you got, send them on in, man. I ain't ain't afraid to open up an email and see that someone says, I hate you. I hope you die. That's really not a problem to me. Said to my face every day, a little email ain't gonna kill me now and then. So, y'all take it easy. We'll see you around. Well, the way I used to love you, baby. Baby, that's the way I hate